This is the Reading Aloud Podcast. I'm Marisol Collette. And I'm Adam Collette. And you love us because we love you. We sure do. And let's get to today's conversation. <laughs> Name one thing you're grateful for just from today. Grateful. Okay. <laughs> great. Great. <laughs> How fast I am. One thing I'm grateful for of just today is how easily Neil went down for a nap and how the day flowed. Wow. Like it was a real, it was a good flow day. Yeah. It was a good flow day. There weren't many bumps in the road. That's right. Well, we got to see Paw Patrol live. How is it that Neo knew what Paw Patrol was before he had even ever seen a Paw Patroller? Marketing, baby. I mean. It... But I mean, he was. it was like he came out of the womb being like, Chase. I think it's like Bubble. I think it's like secret signs that advertisers put at like kids level hmm. that we can't even see as adults. So like we're walking around from two feet and under. There's a whole world of advertisements that nobody knows. Oh, well, it was pretty amazing, and he lost his freaking mind. It's like he didn't really know what we were doing because he kept thinking. I think he kept thinking we were going to watch them on TV, and then on our way there, he was like, "I'm going to watch Rubble." And I was like, okay, cool. And he was like, you're going to watch Marshall. And then you were supposed to watch Chase. Did you look at any other Paw Patroller other than Chase the entire afternoon? I feel like this is like a leading question. Yeah, of course. I no. watched Rubble most of the time. I'm watching Rubble. You're Papa watching Chase. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wonder how many people in our audience actually, I mean, maybe people have heard of Paw Patrol, but like, if I wasn't a parent of a toddler right now, I would have zero interest or clue what this conversation was about. I think that's the point, <laughs> is that somehow, and at the end of the night, there's- Somehow like this, you care about these characters? Exactly. And this, this dad is sitting on the ground with his one-year-old, and he looks at me and he was like, thank you, ma'am. And I was like, are you talking to me? And he was like- it's almost over. <laughs> I was like, same, same friend, same. But you, you had a blast. Oh, yeah, I had a blast. Neo's TV time is in the morning. Right. You know, you know and Chase. So, and, and I watch with him. I'm, I have a little investment in these characters. Yeah. Even yeah. if I was up with Neo in the morning, I still wouldn't know the characters because I don't like cartoons. Oof. Babe, I think... I think I've said it a hundred times. Oh, on the you podcast. have. I know, and it hurts. It stings every time. Yeah. And it's not that I like Paw Patrol, but like you just don't like. You very rarely like anything animated, and you just don't like cartoons. Man, I love cartoons. Right, but but I mean, why do you get your feelings hurt about it? I just think it's just. Oh, it's just it's when your partner says they do not like something that you love. It's not like, my feelings like are hurt. Paw but like, Patrol? When, again, I just explained this. It's not Paw Patrol. It's cartoons. I do love cartoons. Mm-hmm. I mean, Paw Patrol is a little young, but like, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Agree to disagree. Per huge. Okay. Things that I'm grateful for. Today, I'm grateful for, Um, I would just say the overall day. I don't know what to say. I, it was like I was grateful for everything and nothing in particular. Wah, wah. No. no. Okay. Back up then. Fine. Um, I definitely was really grateful our friends came to town and then they ended up getting to come to the Paw Patrol with us. So apparently I'm grateful for Paw Patrol is what's happening. That's what I'm hearing. I'm grateful yeah. for the hat. Neo came in and he was like, 
need rubble hat. And I'm like, shit, we are entering into a fun house of Paw Patrol at the Civic Center. He's going to need Marshall hat and sky boots. I mean, he's going to need everything. And I paid $15. Are we going to do a full episode on Thanksgiving about Paw Patrol? (laughs) Yes. This is the last thing I have to say. (laughs) I paid, I walked over and confidently bought a $15 bag of popcorn that came with a a rubble hat. (laughs) And I was like, this is dangerous because I said yes very quickly. And I was like, it's either going to be that and then everything he sees he's going to want. But no, he didn't want anything else. He's like, I need rubble hat. And I was like, okay, we can look for one. And he goes, let's go ask him. He's just talking about the kid he saw wearing it. He was going to take that from him. Neo is a leader. He's like, yeah. He just holds my hand. He grabs my hand. He goes, let's go ask him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I was like, oh, I think we're going to find our own. And he wore it until he went to sleep tonight. It's amazing. So I'm grateful for the hat. Totally worth $15. Part of those things is you get there and you make a too expensive purchase. It's allowing yourself to be immersed in the experience. And you don't go overboard, but you need like one. It's not a luxury item. It's a piece of plastic, but it's like kind of a luxury to just be like, yeah, we're going to go and we're going to overpay for this thing because it's like part of the experience. There were people that probably dropped too much money on their kids there on plastic things that were way overpriced. No judgment. Well, I had that thought. I was yeah. like, whoa, like I saw this gang of kids walk by and I'm like, that's $600 worth of stuff that yeah, they're walking by. And, you know, I mean, literally $600 probably worth of things. Of that are, you know, whatever, like you immerse, you go, you get your hat. I mean, that was like, it was good. It was really it was good. good. It was totally worth it. Remember when we did that, when we went to see an NFL game and we bought $20 light up pins? Yeah, flashy excellent. pins. Yeah, yeah, excellent. 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 All right, so we've had a lot of family time lately. You know, I thought when you came back from your big work trip in October, I thought for sure we were going to have some settling time. But every other weekend, if not every weekend, has had something big in it. And I'm flipping tired. You tired? I have kind of maintained this perspective on our lives over these past couple months. I felt more tired in this stretch that we had in August and September when we were traveling a lot and you were going away I was going away I forget all the details but like we had a lot we were going away for weekends we had like every weekend had something about mid-October after I got back from a work trip to Thanksgiving we've had weekends here one of those weekends we hosted your dad one we hosted my parents the next we had your birthday weekend you think but it's just different like staying at the house Mm -hmm. and being here is different for me I feel tons of energy right now oh my god I'm ready to go. But like that was a great recharge time. Like hosting does not take it out of me. Here's what I think it is. Do I actually know that about you? I I think, babe, I, I'm like bone tired. This is a tired beyond anything that's happening is essentially just stacking on top of my bone tiredness. It's work. It's the baby stuff. I just had this thought today. I was like, Neo, do you want to be a big brother? Because we're just sitting on this question. And he's like, Yes. And I was like, damn it. Why didn't you just say no? The decision would be made. I just want you to say no. Okay. When you're this bone tired, and I hear that, I really do. Do you actually think that it's rest that you need? Or like what pulls you out of being bone tired? Because it's not a good night's sleep. It's not doing nothing. What gives you energy when you are bone tired? 
It is doing nothing. You gave me four hours today. I slept in and you gave me four hours. I feel like you're about to try to say that I got to do nothing. I'm talking about weeks of nothing. Okay, so the only... Yeah, but when was the last time that you had weeks of nothing? I feel a little... I feel... I'm not trying... Yeah, I I feel a little... Uh, attacked. I'm sorry. I, I do. I uh-huh. just that this is the most capitalist thing that you're trying to say. You're okay. try, you're going okay. on this like, well, how are you going to do it in this whole wide world when everything is just going, babe? And it's like, uh, sorry, no. That's what we're actually trying to avoid. There's just times in life where you need more rest. I I'm I'm all for that, and I'm sorry that I'm coming across as. I mean, I hear you. What's your What's your point then? I guess I'm just trying to get to the bottom of because you're trying I'm, to help I'm, me come up with a solution. No, 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 no. I'm 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 genuinely curious because I hear you and I agree with you. You're bone tired. And we have been going a, a lot. I guess I'm just curious because I also recognize that, and it's not that our lives are quote unquote over busy. It's like there have been days where we haven't had anything to do, and like I don't know what t- what you're talking about. Yeah, we've had days where we're like, what do we want to do? There'll be weekend days when we're like, what do we want to do? And too many of those is kind of stressful. Like we then we want to get out and do fun things. I seriously feel so attacked. I I'm can't so even, sorry. I'm I not trying even, to attack you. I can't even. I, I'm saying that this is where my curiosity is coming from. I, I guess the reason I feel attacked is because it feels like you're just like you picked up on something that you're like going to try to quote unquote prove a point or something. Whatever you're doing. I don't like it. OK, I'll stop. In reality, it could have been so nice for you to just acknowledge that I'm really bone tired. Okay. I've actually been saying this for more than half a year because I realized in the spring this year that I actually haven't taken off work where I put everything down in years. There's not been a single time where I've taken off of work a day, maybe two days, but I'm always checking in. I'm always available. Lots of times my clients don't know I'm on vacation. Even when I tried to do it this summer with my girlfriends, I checked in with a couple clients every single day. And it occurred to me after that, that I needed to put different kinds of things into place. And so I'm practicing that for the first time that I'm going to take a couple days off and then I'm going to take some more time off at Christmas. But it's, it's doing the thing that everybody tries to avoid when they Mm -hmm. don't take off work is that it's front loading a bunch of stuff. So I'm, I'm feeling that. And the funny thing about bone tired, babe, Mm -hmm. is I don't feel stressed out. I do, I do to a degree, but it's not the kind of stress where I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do, blah, 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 blah. It's that I have collapsed underneath what you see. Mm -hmm. It's over underneath all that. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what bone tired feels like to me. So to answer your question, I don't know. I haven't been bone tired in a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear that. It makes more sense when you talk about it in the context of having taken a break in years. Like that puts it into a different perspective for me. When you were talking about being bone tired or really tired or just burnt, you know, not burnt out. You wouldn't use that word, but. I would say it's burned out. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but it it just puts it in a different perspective. So I'm sorry that I didn't just acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks. I've hit a place in my business that's it's both expanding greatly. And for the first time ever, I've had days where I'm not excited to do the work that I do, which, you know, I've been in business for myself since 2015. And so this is eight years of never once feeling like I didn't like what I did. 
And it's not that I don't feel like I like what I did. It's that I'm starting to see these areas of my business where I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. It's something shifting in my business. I don't want to do certain things anymore. It's time for my business to have a little bit of a refresh and rejuvenation. It's a little scary because I'm wondering, you know, what's going to be on the other side of it. I don't want to be burnt out, but I'm burnt out. And I think if I got something back, I wouldn't be burnt out. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I hear that. And we've been talking about, you know, actively talking about this transition in your business for a while. So, yeah. And I think the other thing is, is that I just want to be done with the baby making decisions. Oh, for sure. We you have, a- have felt that way for a long time. I have not felt the degree that you have felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to play a game. All right, let's do it. No. <laughs> There's no game that I have for this podcast. I, I want to play a game where every day we get one chance to answer to have a second baby or not. And at the end of the day or the beginning of the day or whenever the person prompts the question, you have to answer answer right away. And that's the only time you can answer that day. Great. And I wanted to keep notes. Great. Basically, we're just going to tally at the end and that will decide our fate. Works for me. Okay. <laughs> like whatever it takes to yeah. make a decision. Yeah. Do you think we're going to have a clear, do you think we're going to come to a clear decision? Do you think we're going to? I think we're going to always, I think we're always going to see pros and cons, but I think we're going to come to a decision and that decision will be clear. And one thing that I'm very confident about is that whatever decision that we make, that will be the right decision. Whether we have a second kid or whether we don't, that will be the right decision that we made. I set that aside and it's just like there's a back and forth and there's still a deliberation about the actual decision and that's okay. I don't know if it'll ever be clear until it's made. That's an interesting thing. That I don't love, but that's an interesting way of thinking about it, that it won't necessarily be clear until the decision's made. Boy, I have really wanted clarity on the front end. It's clear that both paths have pros and cons like there's a lot of clarity in that process it's just not exactly clear on what we should do but also it's clear that whatever we do it will be the right thing so one of the things that a girlfriend of mine who's also doing IVF said to me is that she said every single day has a lot of decisions to make and a lot of information and a lot of to-dos. Not only does it create decision fatigue, but also each one feels like a life-changing decision. So I am curious, this isn't a game of comparisons, but do you think people who don't have to go through fertility treatment sit like this? Like, should we, should we not? Should we, should we not? Like, in other words, should we have unprotected sex or not kind of question? I'm sure that there are other things in their life, but I think that this is a very special, unique kind of constant decision-making process that only if you've been through it do you really know. Mm. I'll just say that. Mm. But at our age, this is a very, very, very intense, unique one. And there are few decisions that you have a direct like yes or no But with the IVF process, there's so much science and you break it down to like, I mean, it's like creating a kid on a piece of paper, meaning that like I'm signing something or I'm checking some box and you're taking a multiple choice test every day around like bringing a kid into the world. Mm. It's not just you're living your life and you're, you know, trying at certain times to bring a kid like you're having sex at certain times. Mm. And that's a unique kind of decision making. And you're right. It is an 
every single day. And now we have been in this for, you know, six, seven years. It's every single day mm-hmm. we're making these decisions. And I mean, when you first started saying that, I mean, we definitely have decision fatigue around this. Mm-hmm. 100%. How do we get out of that? You, we, you know, we got to reconnect to spirit, source, God. Like that, yeah. I haven't felt bone tired of decision making. Yeah, well, you know, what if How we, do we get out of it? Well, what if we turn it over? Bless it or block it. That's the fucking thing. You can't bless it or fucking block it because you can't just have sex and say, bless it or block it. Right. That's what I'm talking about. That's what you were talking about. Do you have to actively say yes or no? Oh, God. Don't talk about it. <laughs> you know, the thing I was going to talk about. So what are about, you grateful for? Yeah, right. The thing I was going to, Paw Patrol, babe, Paw Patrol. The thing I was going to talk about today is, do you think marriage has gotten better over time or worse? There's all kinds of aspects to a relationship, marriage being one of them. And marriage is a unique kind of relationship. Well, for me, it's gotten definitely better. Why? Because we continue to build upon things the way that we grow as people. We have put a lot of work into growing ourselves and then figuring out how to support each other through that and that is like the relationship part of marriage and then on top of that are like logistics part the money part you know all those other different parts are like they're just building so they're exciting to think about and and we're getting to a point in our marriage we're approaching the end of our first decade so like a lot of the things that we've been working on we're starting to see it like solidify and build you know we're starting to see like oh we made these you know we put resources here and that could be time or energy you know like We're starting to see like our communities kind of build just different things in our lives. We start to see the returns on those and we start to see something that isn't new anymore. And that's really cool. That's really amazing. And so that part of it is interesting. We've been through some really difficult times, but it it is so much more deep and so much more real and raw than that kind of like fiery passion that is the first like couple years of meeting each other in marriage like there is this kind of like excitement and fiery passion that exists there and it's so unique and special but like now it's like you're building a fire you know and like then you have this hot bed of coals that you can just put a new log and it catches fire you don't need to like add fuel to it to light it it's just there because you've got this bed of coals that you've built that's the only thing you said that makes sense. Yeah, to me. I just but no, 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 no. I'm not saying I. You are the poster person for marriage. That was beautiful. The only thing I agree with is better coals <laughs> in the best way possible. I mean, it made so much sense. It's like you don't constantly have to light it. You're just it's you're just stoking it, which gives you the opportunity to build a bigger fire. That makes a lot of sense to me. And that well, and you're not having to get up out of your chairs often. <laughs> <laughs> right? You just sit back and enjoy. That's interesting. That's interesting. I think probably a lot of people would agree with you, the sitting back and enjoying the fruits of your labor as in relationship labor. Two things. One, I wonder if I regularly, and again, this is back to the binary, but if I regularly relate to men more than women. Well, I don't think most people would say this at all, but like when I first met you, I think the, it felt like an explosion that opened me up. Like it was kind of like 
going to Burning Man. Your mind and your heart and your body explodes open beyond your wildest imagination. Things that just the the sense of the world becomes so incredible. And you just looking in your eyes, day freaking one of meeting you, my world exploded open. And that felt really deep. What you're talking about is breadth. I don't know. In the beginning, it was breadth and depth, but like I hear breadth. You're tapping on things that are like deep and true and real in you. That's falling in love. That is depth. But like it's also still pretty new. New new can be like pull on deep things, but it's not deep in and of itself. I, you know, there's different ways to describe deep, but I definitely know what you're saying. I want to live inside your brain. Your take on life, when I met you, everything was awesome. It only gets better. There's only one way that it goes. And it's amazing. It's amazing. It's incredible. It's such an incredible take on life. What do I think about does marriage get better? It's funny because I can't really remember what I was going to say, but which is hysterical. Probably the bone tiredness. But I do, I think about it as it became more earthly in the sense of I walk firmly on this earth. Before I met you, things were just chaotic. And then I met you and they were cosmic. And now I feel like there's an earthliness to it of like really becoming one with myself and the earth. And that means like chop wood, carry water stuff. It means showing up for hard things, like even work stuff. It's it's like, you know, there's just a, a realness that has come from from our time together. But I think this comes back to I'm bone tired and I need a break. It is so easy for me to see magic when I'm rested and when I have space and time to do nothing. And it is a def it's a definitely a delicate dance with a kid because there's you're really never off. And it's not like you know, you can't lose track of time in the same way. But there are times where I get into just a different rhythm, a creative space. And I just, it's like, you take that away for a week and all of a sudden it feels like you've never seen it a day in your life. And it feels like it's never coming back. And it's been longer than a week, but I I need a break. I think part of making this decision about the baby, the second baby is I want to look at what I have. I, I need to stop long enough to look at what I have not just having time, fun times with you, but like sit and look at what I have. Just reflect, sit in front of a fire and yeah, I need space. I have, I've got to find space to, in order to make a decision about this baby. Yeah. I'm in full support of that. I think you deserve space and I think you should take as much space as you need. You know, New Year's time is a great time to be doing that. I think you got to continue to talk about taking space and continue to really set boundaries and put it out there. As you have learned from the past couple of years, if you don't, like, it's not going to just create itself, especially because of your life and, you know, working alone. I mean, I remember several years ago in your business, you were like, I'm going to take one full week off a month. It was amazing. Wasn't that incredible? You did that. That was, I don't know, maybe at this point, five years ago. Right. And I thought, actually, you're. thank you for reminding me of that. I did think about that recently because I had a friend asking me about it and I was like, what would that look like to do that again? And I think it's a, re- it's just like, this is a part of the restructure of my business. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's great. Get it, girl. So how did that relate to the depth of marriage? 
you just need yeah i mean like i followed you but no like, i just wanted you, that you, was the whole point that was the whole topic of today was yeah do you think marriage has gotten better but it took us a minute well it took us a minute to get there but i also i appreciate how you brought around like it's hard for you to even look at that because so tired right mm-hmm. now from years of it it's hard for me to see what marriage yeah like, the depth yeah, right now yeah, yeah because you can only look i mean you mentioned you know in a positive way you mentioned you know chop wood carry water and you're doing that and that feels good i'm getting that from you like it feels good but yet the depth stuff it's harder to connect with because you're just too tired right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah a, a type of rest yeah should i take a solo camping trip in january no <laughs> Only because it's January? <laughs> yeah, we might need some practice runs. I mean, I just don't know if that's what you're called to do. <laughs> I'm desperate. <laughs> I'm desperate. No, yeah, you're desperate for like quiet alone time. I hear that. Also, don't do something that like where it's it might stress you out, you know, oh, to prepare. Yeah. I like, would literally, I'd be dehydrated in an hour. No, you would drink way too much water. You would be ultra hydrated because you'd be freaked out about being dehydrated. And then I would run out of water? No, you'd have like you'd have like a ten different things, but then you'd spend your whole time like drinking peeing water. and then getting new water and drinking water and then forgetting to do this and then yeah, it's just what it would do though is it would remove your mind because you'd just be thinking like that About is one water. of yeah, well that was one of the beautiful things of camping is it keeps you so busy you you begin to lose it. I it keeps know. you so busy. It's like the most boring thing in the world in the best way. Yes, yes, but you know you're it is both boring and active like you're constantly in the elements and so you're constantly dealing with that or cooking or walking or water fire you know setting up breaking down you know snacking doing this doing all the little chores how can i get some time away from neo why does it feel like we've spent a lot of time with neo lately because we have <laughs> and we're, we're, <laughs> it doesn't feel like that's going to end with, nope, with it's the not going to end not end but you know like it's not going to get any lighter that lo- that load isn't going to get any lighter feels shitty to end on all right well great podcast as yeah always. i wish you rest i wish you rest not too much though well as much as you need that was what was clear to me I was curious about that question and, you know, I'm sorry for coming off as, you know, not paying attention to you in my curiosity, but like, I I really am sorry about that. I mean, I hear you clearly that you just need rest without a scheduled end date to the rest. Rest as much as you need and your body and mind and heart will know the time to come back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks. You also kind of look like you need a rest. No, I I mean, maybe I'm a little sleepy right now, but like in my life, no, I have... No, oh. just right now. Oh, just right now. Um, Yeah, a little bit, but I, I'm just because I'm sitting. Yeah. Yeah. But you're having a good time at life. Oh my God. I'm... It's so fun to watch. I'm, I feel really big and strong. It's so awesome. Yeah. I love you so much. I love you too. Bye. Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.